Hello, and welcome to our world with your host, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you, sir? Everything's good. How's everything with you? All right, man. I got uh, some breaking news, pretty bad news for me. Terry Glenn, ex-Dallas Cowboy, 43 years old, died in a car accident. No, damn. Yeah, young man, 43 years old, somewhere in Texas. He played for Ohio State. He started out with the Patriots. He was actually on one of their Super Bowl champions, but didn't get a ring because he got suspended that year for drugs. Oh. And, uh, you know, Belichick don't play games. Yeah. But he spent his last five years with the Dallas Cowboys. And oh, wow. so that was that was kind of like crazy when I seen it. I was like, okay, that's that's not the best news that you ever see. So we had an interesting week here. And before I get into anything really, you know, like, bad, because there's enough bad and good in the world. Let me just ask you, since this is Thanksgiving week, are we on the road this week, Ned, or what What you doing? No, not on the road. Everything's happening either in Manhattan or the Bronx. Okay, so you a visitor or you throwing down? Uh, visitor. I don't, uh, we celebrate Christmas Eve and Christmas. I can't do Thanksgiving, too. I'll be broke. Okay. That uh, sounds like a big function. Yeah, because only because, you know, Spanish people celebrate Christmas Eve. We celebrate Christmas. So if you bring all our families together for Thanksgiving, we'll be, that's too much uh, cooking and shopping. Yeah, yeah, I can dig that. I um, I was just talking to my wife, man. It's been so long since we went to anyone's house for Thanksgiving. But we have spent a few Thanksgivings at her mother's house okay. in Virginia. Um, but that was many moons ago. We've been doing all the cooking, uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving for years. So do people I come mean, over for Thanksgiving or just you uh, You know, when I was in New York, they did. Okay. When when I was in New York, they definitely did. I would have my brother, this one, that one. It would be, sometimes it would be staggered. There would never be seven or eight, nine people in the house at one time. Right. They might be in over the course of the day, yes, but... It would be staggered just because young single men, what they do is they go to 52 houses. Yep. <laughs> so I just was on the list of one of the 52. Okay. But, uh, you know, other than me and her doing that, going to our mother's, we have never actually spent the Thanksgiving at somebody else's house. It's not – first of all, I wouldn't eat. So it's a waste <laughs> to have me. It's really a waste to have me. I am not eating at your home. Even if it's someone care. you really know that they know how to cook and they clean. And... I don't love or respect or like anybody enough to eat at their home. That uh. It's nobody in this planet that I could do it for. So uh, what happens when you go to your in-law's house? My wife makes my plate. Oh. And you better believe that I'm sitting in that kitchen watching my mother-in-law. <laughs> like a fucking hawk. I mean, it's, 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 it's a horrible thing. <laughs> It's a, it's a terrible thing, but it is who I am. I, you know, I can't, um, I can't change who I am at this late stage of the game. I just, I just never was that guy who wanted to eat at somebody's house. I, you know, there's just too much that goes into it. I got to see you prepare it. I got to see how clean your place is. See, because a lot of people think clean is a clean toilet. To me, a clean toilet is a clean base of the toilet. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. Some people never clean the base. They don't yeah. even think to clean the base. When I clean my toilet, it's clean from the floor through up. Yeah. You know? So it's not just that the bowl has got nice, shiny blue. I need the whole fucking thing shining. <laughs> and then I can't use your bathroom. So, you know, I have a, I have a lot of uh, dysfunction when it comes to being in other people's homes. So I stopped. I don't even pretend anymore. I can go by your house. I can have something to drink, and I'm leaving it at that. <laughs> I'm not eating your barbecue. I'm not eating 
I'm not eating anything around children. Children are, are absolute positive. If they helped in any way, shape, or form, that's always been a no-no to me. <laughs> there is nothing nastier than a child. And it's not their fault. It's just that they're children. But children go to their ass, their ears, and their nose, and their mouth entirely too much. It's cute to have a four-year-old help mix with mommy. But you know what? The only two people that should be eating that is mommy, daddy, and that little kid. <laughs> you know, because kids are just nasty. They really are. And, and their pets are nasty, too. I have nothing against I love pets, Nets. I grew up with dogs. I grew up with cats. So I can't say I'm not a dog or cat person. But there were rules for where my dog and cat could do certain things. They couldn't hang out in the fucking kitchen. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, yep. Once, once, once the dog's in the kitchen, the kitchen is now a dirt zone. It's no longer clean. It's just no longer clean. And you can't explain that one. Nobody can give me. That dog that sits right at the edge of the stove, you can't give me nothing from that stove. I don't want it, man. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Uh, you know, please don't, don't, don't offer it to me. You know, so I keep it simple. I don't go anywhere. I figure that's the easiest way to never have problems because I've actually had issues, I would say, in life where, you know, oh, why is he so standoffish? He's, he's been here for seven hours. He hasn't eaten anything. Isn't he hungry? <laughs> you fucking am. I'm starving. I'm only here because of this woman. <laughs> I can't wait to get out of here and go back to where I'm at. So, you know, I, I don't even bother, you know. I, I think my sister-in-law still might not like me so much because I, I only ate at a house once and it, because I was pissed drunk. <laughs> pissed. I mean, I was at the – me and her husband drank for hours, hours. And then about 2 o'clock at night they was having a party. I was like, hey, give me some food. Fuck that. I got I, – you know, right now you throw out all – Everything gets thrown out the window. You know, alcohol makes you lax. You know, you you get a little more relaxed about rules, regulations. Man, I um, I've been watching. Did you watch? I'll let you hit on this because I have not seen it yet. But just give me a hot or not. Did you watch The Walking Dead? Yeah, uh, yeah, I watched it uh, today. Hot or not? Uh. It was alright. Some stupid all stuff right. happened. Okay, sounds like a build-up to something else. Mm. Well, I don't know if they're on this week because of Thanksgiving. But, I mean, down the road. Is this one of those, uh, like, segue episodes that lead to something down the road? Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Now, I will say this. I can. I, I don't remember if you gave me the heads up on this one or not, but I have... Caught up with The Good Doctor. Yeah, I recommended that one. The Good Doctor is beyond great television. Yep. I don't even know how to describe how good it is to me because I feel some of the stuff personally. Like, when I look at him with the socks folded and stuff in the beginning, yeah, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I, I just, and I'm not even lying, that I just went through all my drawers like a week or two ago, and did that to every single piece of clothing that I own. Oh. Folded it, matched it, put it by colors. And see, stuff like that to me is normal. I've been doing that since I was a kid. But to see somebody else do it, it, it just, I was like, oh, wow. So that's the way it looks to other people? <laughs> that's the way it looks. And, but, but, because I know it drives my wife crazy. She always tells me, you act like you want to live in a museum. <laughs> you know, I could literally live in a room that just has a television, a computer, a desk, a bed, and nothing else. I don't like a lot of furniture. I'm not one of those people that like all those knickknacks and shit around. I like clear space. But you know what? You have to make compromises when you're married. You know, my wife makes sure that we have a library. She loves to read. Oh, I would cool. throw every one of those fucking books plus the library thing out of the house. Because to me, it just takes up space where I can have a yeah. nice, clear wall. 
Now, I did watch another show, and I can't say I fully recommend it, but I enjoyed it. The Mick. I've seen The Mick. The Mick. That's a comedy, right? Yes, a comedy on Fox. Okay. And The Mick is actually a woman who kind of gets her three nephews and nieces. Yeah. Because their parents are some uh, swindlers who who just left the children when they got arrested by the FBI. And the Mick is a vile, she's one of those kind of vile women who fog belches and does what the fuck she wants to do in life. <laughs> so it, it is funny. And that matter is funny. Oh, so check it out. Matter of fact, I, I tell you to check out the, uh, I think it might be episode five. If you, if you were DVRing it or something, just look for the episode where she goes to visit her great-grandmother. All right. And it's hilarious. Her great-grandmother has dementia and thinks that her great-granddaughter is her lesbian lover from 1947. <laughs> and just the premise of that alone is hilarious because great-grandma is 100, but she gets around fine, and she is sexy. I mean, she is all horned up all right. the whole episode. So the shit is hilarious. I'll tell you that because I need new comedies. Cause other than I think I was just watching – I think I only have Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat left for comedy. There is always, and until you do it, I'm going to keep telling you, there's always curb your enthusiasm. Oh yeah, it's on, it's on my list. I had a, it wasn't on one. It's, I have a streaming site, and it wasn't listed on my streaming site, so it's on my list. Yeah, that's curb your enthusiasm, insanity to the fifteenth power, just pure utter nonsense. <clears throat> so we lost, not that we lost, I'm not, I don't want to say this the wrong way. The, the world lost a lunatic. Charles Manson is no longer breathing on this planet. Yeah, he, natural causes. Well, the motherfucker was 83 years old. Yeah, no. Hey, now, you know what? I'm wondering because we're from different age groups. We probably look at Charles Manson totally different. Like, what does your generation kind of think of Charles Manson? Well, we, I mean, I just knew Charles Manson as a, uh, the head of the Manson family. That was pretty, uh, that was practically it. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't live through that. Uh, he was in prison by the time I was born, I think. Yeah. They, yes. He went to prison in 76. Uh, about 74, 72, yeah, somewhere around that. Now, I, I, I was thinking about this. The first three big news stories that I remember in my entire life, this was our version of OJ trial and, and, and reality TV. It was Charles Manson, Richard Nixon, Watergate, and Vietnam War ending. Oh. This was on the news Every, so I grew up, I mean, you think I'm seven, eight years old. Charles Manson was on TV every fucking day. Wow. Every single day. This is the first three things I remember. Watergate, Manson, Vietnam, Walter Cronkite. This was my night, especially if I was at my grandmother's house. I mean, I don't know about you. I had an old school grandma who either had 10-10 wins or the fucking news on 24 hours a day. I don't know if my grandmother watched any TV shows at all, other than the news. <laughs> or it always seemed like the news was on every time I was over there. So I would see these crazy chicks, Charles bugging out in court, because he was always doing antics. Okay. You know, he the chicks were shaving their heads. One day you see them, he'll have a cross in his fucking forehead. Next time you see him, he got a swat sticker carved in his forehead. And you I thought know, he said that he didn't actually commit any murders. Well, you know what? The power of control. Yeah. The cult leader tells the cult members what to do. That's, you know, you're just as guilty. So what if I'm home and you come to me and say, hey, I want to kill my boss. And I'm like, all right, go ahead. Well, see, me telling you that I want to do it. Is one thing. Me now convincing you to do it is a whole nother thing. So if I say, you know what, your boss is an asshole, maybe you should I'll kill him. I'll take care of this for you. 
then yeah, I'm guilty. Yeah, I, I'm guilty. Uh, remember we we I was telling you about this guy who, uh, uh, damn Yahweh Ben Yahweh, who's yeah. running some cult in Florida. Well, he didn't actually commit a murder, but he had this one fucking guy in his church that he got to commit seven murders for him. Okay. So if you gave me a problem, I send my bulldog on you. And this pit bull is a slaughterhouse killer. Because, you know, Charles Manson people, man, you know, to, to, to murder a fucking pregnant woman and then smear her blood all over the fucking house and then try to make it seem racial by using black, you know, black uh, slang words like pig. and I mean, because, you know, black people at that time were calling cops pigs. Yeah. So he thought that they were going to blame black people and it would start a race riot. I mean, so it was sinister. His, his whole thought pattern to doing this was pretty fucking sinister. Right. You know? But, you know, Charles is dead and uh, good riddance. The world is, uh, I'm sure, just a little bit nicer without a Charles Manson. Funny, because he was Even up though, on parole, I think they said, 12 times. Um, you know what? There was times when Charles wasn't even showing up at parole. He knew he was never getting out. Matter of fact, anybody involved with those killings are never getting out. The women, nor the men, even if they're on, like, dying deathbed, they're dying in jail. <laughs> See, because people... You know, one thing about this Manson family whole thing, they wasn't attacking Joe Blow or fucking Cletus. These were rich. They they killed the Folger. Sorry. They killed uh, Roman Polanski's wife, Sharon Tate, an actress. Yeah, that I, I knew about that one. Uh, the Leo Blancos or something like that. These were all rich people. They did this shit in... Rich neighborhoods, slaughtered rich people. So it wasn't like they were going to kill Billy Bob. See, it's one thing when you kill Billy Bob. You can come home. You can't kill a fucking um, an elite. Yeah, definitely. The only people who can kill the elite are other elitists. You know, this weekend, we had a terrible UFC not even going to go into it. It's not worth mentioning. <laughs> okay? I don't recommend nobody watch UFC. Uh, leave the shit alone. It's, it was a waste of time. Uh, eight, 13 fights of people I didn't know one after the next. But we did get Cyborg and Holmes for UFC 219. Uh, last the last paid card of the of the year, December thirtieth. Yeah, that should be interesting. If if Holmes can pull this one off, she'll be the, I guess the 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 dream killer. Because you know what, like Holmes shows up. You don't never know which Holmes is going to show up. But when there's a big fight, she always tends to show up. If it's like a mediocre name, she 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 she's not there. I don't know. It's the Holly Holmes. Like I don't want to fight. Holly Holmes has got big hands. She's a big girl. I don't think she'll be shaken. Uh, I think that Cyborg could be beaten if you got the right mindset. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have your A game. Cyborg's not. Don't you? Don't come in there with no B game and think you're gonna beat Chris Cyborg. It's not just, just not gonna happen. Yeah. But you know, listen. Holmes ran into a beast. Amanda Nunes is 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 not to be trifled with. Like you said, a woman is breaking bricks out of walls. Yeah, She's punching bricks out of walls. So if you're doing that, man, you're a dangerous character, and she's a dangerous character. You know, I'm thinking about bricks out of walls. Have you ever seen Punisher, the Punisher? Uh, the new Netflix show or the older? Yes, with Shane uh, from Walking Dead. Uh, I just set to watch it today. Okay, well, you know what? You're gonna have to let me know down the road how that is before I get into it. I don't, I don't want to jump into like an eight episode thing and be like, I don't, because I'm not a big Punisher comic book fan. Well, if I'm not mistaken, it start. If you want to watch Daredevil season two, because I think that's when Punisher came onto that show, and then he got his own spinoff. 
Okay, Daredevil's the blind one. Yeah. I hated him in the comics. Okay. <laughs> him? Okay, I'll put it to you this way. There were certain people in the comics I did not like. I didn't like Flash. I didn't like Daredevil. I barely read Spidey. Okay. The only time I read Spidey is when he had the good villains that I really liked, oh. like the Green Goblin or Doc Ock. Then I would read Spidey. Because, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that generation before these fucking movies. Yeah. My favorite was always Batman. Always Batman. Well, not this Ben Affleck version of Batman. Well, no. And you know what? I think I'll see the Justice League. I think I will. Now, I haven't seen Wonder Woman. I never cared about Wonder Woman. Oh, that was actually a good movie. Now, who who I liked, and I think they did him no justice, if I'm, if I'm mistaken, they did a movie. I was a big Green Lantern fan when I was a kid. Okay. Humongous Green Lantern. Yeah, that, was a, it was a, that, that movie was just badly done. Yeah, a huge Green Lantern, Aquaman. I like those guys, oh. but I like Submariner more than I like Aquaman. Look, I don't even think I know who Submariner is. You don't know who Submariner is? No. Oh, my God. He's the king of the sea. Submariner, I and mean, he actually looks like he's from another world because he has little fins on the bottom, you know, like little... uh Little wings on the bottom of his heels and okay. pointy-ass ears. Damn. Oh, well, you know what I mean. Back in those days, man, we didn't have the uh, the internet. Our internet was, you better buy a book. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, just TV? like wrestling. Yeah, if you wanted to find out about wrestling from another town, NWA, you brought a, you brought a, you brought a wrestling mag. Cartoons, comic books, you brought the comic books. And then as I got older... I don't know if you ever got into them. They started making, like, the cartoon novels. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, and Batman. No, go ahead. Batman, The Dark Knight, I read that. I loved that shit. That, that's the one the movie was based on? Kind of, but you know what? I don't think they did it justice because in The Dark Knight, uh, Batman is old. Okay. Bat, Batman's a drunk. Batman is nasty. Like, if you steal a loaf of bread, he breaks your fucking back. I mean, that's the dark, dark night. He binges as his, saith Batman. (laughs) The book starts off with that. A a dude is just doing a simple robbery. Batman breaks his fucking back. And they ask him, like, what what is going on with you? And he was like, you know what? From now on, this is what it is, motherfucker. Now I'm going to go get drunk. And y'all better not do nothing. You know, it's, it's nasty, dark Batman. Well, do and think, he dies. He's, yeah. he's dying. Well, I do think that for the Justice League, I think Flash actually saves that movie. I don't even know who's playing Flash. No, I don't know. It's a no-name actor, which to me, I don't know. I guess they wanted to get out of the television world because I'm like, all right, there's a Flash show. Why don't you just pull a Flash actor from the TV show? But. Whatever. Yeah, the 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 only the only comic book or or anything like that that I'm actually other than we all watch The Walking Dead that I'm actually watching and this really is loosely based on the comic is I do watch Gotham, but I don't watch Daredevil. I think I think Netflix or one of those have had like four different comic book character uh, yeah, shows. They have Daredevil, January Jones, uh, Luke Cage. Uh, see, I didn't I, see that yet either. Iron Fist and now Punisher. Right, and and oh, and, they also and, added uh, the Defenders with all of them okay. together. And then, if you really want to kind of, uh, I guess it's also loosely based. Gifted is about oh, Gifted X Men prodigies, right? I yeah, I love that show. That show is very well written. That show is awesome. So so far, I think it's only been like one bad episode. Okay, is this the one with Bill from uh, yes. True Blood? Yes. You know what? I'll, I'll give I'll give that a try. I'll give that a try. Um, and it, to I, me, like some people know the characters. Like I don't know any of these characters. I didn't know. Uh, it's a very popular one. I can't remember her name, but uh, 
She's supposed to be like Magneto's daughter. I never knew that until watching the show and I just having to Google who these people were talking about. Yeah, so I, you know what? I, w- I will give Gifted a try. I, I'm always looking for new television, especially this time of year when a lot of television is, you know, uh, it goes on these hiatus. You know, they yeah, get think, the holidays. I don't think anything right now is touching how to get away with murder. Oh, uh, listen. Uh, that last episode, <laughs> it's, I don't even know what... It's just pure hell what goes on there. Yeah. Their lives are hell. It's, <laughs> it's, it's lunacy. Uh, Jimmy Smith's character should run the opposite direction <laughs> as fast as he can, as fast as his legs can take him. Yeah. Now, you know, Bonnie just basically just came out and said, I'm a lesbian for you, Annalise. Yeah. I mean, I love you. <laughs> but then they kiss before. Yeah. Yeah, they they have kissed before, but she's always banging Frank on the side when the the the, the pregnant chick ain't around. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Then she was banging the young guy. True, true. I mean, so they you know what they they like fish and meat. It's whatever the fuck is going on for the day over there, and and next season we already know is going to be insane. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because we come, we come into next season, and you know this 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 kid can't survive. He's going to be brain dead or something. So oh, yeah, uh, it you was know. a while. <laughs> he he wasn't breathing for a while. Yeah, this is this, this that's bad for him, man. But I would say people should also check out uh, uh, drop the mic with Method Man. It's like celebrities oh, rap battling each other. I just watched the whole thing on YouTube, and it was some of them were hilarious. Uh, you know what? What's the chubby English guy? Uh, James Gordon. Uh, I can't take him. I can't I take him. He, he's not on every show, but he's an executive producer of that show. But uh, there's there's other people like they had him versus Halle Berry was hilarious. Uh, that one was 100% hilarious. But they had like Rascal Flax versus Boyz II Men. Um, they have different celebrities. I think James Corden, he may have started off with like three or four episodes, but they they also have other people going at each other. Yeah, I've seen him Anthony and Method Anderson Man. and Niecy Nash. Yeah, I've seen him no, no, and no, Method Niecy Man. Nash against Cedric the Entertainer. So I, I you know what, I'll, I'll give it a try. But like, uh, what was that LL Cool J uh, uh, lip syncing? Yeah. I, I I tried. I watched like two episodes, and I was like, "What the hell am I doing?" Yeah, that one got that that got that kind of got old fast. What am I doing? And you know what it is? I just can't take that guy. I just can't take the fact that he really thinks that he's good at this. Oh oh oh! Uh, the the fat English guy. Yeah, yeah. He really thinks he's, and he has a generation of people who are buying into his bullshit. You know, he's singing in cars. He like none of this existed before he came around. Yeah. And I don't, you know what? I don't particularly like that kind of battle rap. I have a buddy of mine. He's on my Facebook. He's always sending me, and I say, "Why the fuck do you do this?" He's always sending me links to these battles, and he be knowing these guys' names. And to me, this is the corniest shit ever. It's a room full of like three hundred fucking idiots, total idiots who's listening to this guy, we used to call it Rankin. Oh, yeah. Now it's called Rap Battles. It's the same shit. And it's always like two inches away. You know what? When I used to rank with guys in the street, we didn't get in each other's face. There was some breathing room. We're going to fight. I got, a, I got a very good friend that's like one of the top rap battlers and make a pretty good living off doing that. Yeah, you know what? This, 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 I love hip-hop, and there's variations of hip-hop. I'm not into horror hip-hop. I'm not into gore hip-hop. I'm not into drug uh, love hip-hop, and I'm damn sure not into battle hip-hop. And I, I mean, I mean, there's a crowd for every form of it. I mean, there's even emo hip-hop. Oh, yeah. You know, this kid, Little People, just died. He's supposed yeah. to be an emo hip-hopper. 
So, and, you know, it, 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 there's subcultures to the subculture, to the subculture. Yes, yeah, some things I just can't get with. Um, I'm, I still can't. I can't get with the new artists. I'm just listening up, hoping when these old artists come out with albums, they're actually good. I just can't get with this new form of mumble rap or whatever. Yeah, I watched uh, Saturday Night Live this weekend, and Chance the Rapper was the host. Eminem was the uh, musical guest. Yeah. And Eminem caught a lot of flack, a, a tremendous amount of flack, because he did Walk on Water, then he did two old, uh, songs. Two old songs. Yeah, he did and Stan and the song with Rihanna. Yeah, people took it as though he's dead. He's like old, like if he's ancient. You know, Walk on Water is as brand new as it gets. Yeah. Like literally, it was of, like four days. It was like a week old. Exactly. But do you know what it is? People are taking Walk on Water as him becoming deaf comedy. I mean, deaf poetry jam. Like, first of all, that was too old world Eminem to begin with. Yeah. They didn't take that as being fresh. They took that as being a rehash of back in the stand days. You know, hate my mother days. I thought he did it really. I felt like he did it to put a face to Scarlett Gray. Because she writes a lot of his hooks and stuff. But she's not, uh, to me personally, I've never really seen her in person. Yeah, you know what? And because she's changed so much too. And Scarlett has been with a million people. Slaughterhouse. She's she's done a lot of stuff where she's the the, the female singer. Yeah. And you know what? I wasn't I wasn't angry at him. Would I have loved for him to have dropped an exclusive on Saturday Night Live of some shit that we know that he's got some kind of album coming out? Yes, that would have been fine. I think that's when what, you, I think that's what people was hoping because he has revival coming out, but he hasn't he hasn't set a release date. People thought it was going to come out Friday because he was doing SNL. But that's why they said, don't read the blog. And on top of it, the man is a veteran. He has a game plan to how he's going to release this music. So I don't I don't sweat that. Think about it. If you went to see Eminem in concert, you think he's not doing stand? Oh, he definitely going to do his hit. That's, okay, That's then. the whole point of him having a concert. Exactly. So why are you mad that he's on TV doing that? Yeah. But I, I, was, I you know what he getting. I was reading a lot of uh, message boards about Eminem being on SNL, and people was like, "Oh, since he won the Voices' opinion on the BET Awards, I wouldn't support Eminem. I want to give him one moment of my uh, of my life." I'm like, "But you just commented on this post about him. Ain't that giving him uh, some moment?" Exactly. You can't ignore something and then give it credence at the same time. Now I thought. SNL blew it. You had one of the guys, three-time Grammy Award winner, Chance the Rapper, sitting right there. He should have been the musical guest yep. and the host. Should both. It's yeah. been done before. I thought he should have did it. I like I like Chance. I'm not a huge fan, but yeah, I like he, Chance. He did pretty well. He might, uh, I can see him bridging over to some acting. The the last skit that he did when he was the porn star, yeah, that was the funniest shit of the <laughs> night. The pizza delivery porn guy, it was it was that shit was just you know what? It's funny enough where I can YouTube that and rewatch it. Yeah, so that one was good. So Oscar De La Hoya says that we getting Triple G and Canelo again in May. Yeah, knew that. Single de Mayo actually. That's the original date they won anyway. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if this is going to be a Vegas. Uh, I guess this should be Vegas. Yeah, it has to be Vegas. It has to be Vegas. If it ain't Vegas, I, it has to be New York, then. Me, personally, I think that uh, Canelo this time could actually win. Wait, did Canelo win the first one? Yeah, basically, kind of. Oh, Triple he won G by split decision. No, didn't Triple G win by split decision? I thought Canelo. Oh, damn. No, no, Canelo didn't win. Oh. Canelo lost the decision, or it wasn't a it wasn't a draw. I know for a fact Triple G didn't lose. 
Yeah, and it was a close ass fight. But you know what? Triple G is getting older by the minute. Oh, it was a by draw. By the minute. It was a draw. Okay, it was a draw. Yeah. Triple G is getting older by the minute. Canelo now knows he could be in there with him. Yeah. I see Canelo win. If I'm betting this fight, I'm betting Canelo. That's the oh, way I'm yeah. looking at it. I'm I betting like Canelo. I see who they have as the underdog. Who is this other person here? Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. You know what? I, I, I kind of like that. Man, this fucking Lonzo Ball. Tell me what do you think about this Lonzo Ball-Trump deal? Hello? Hello? Ned, I'm sorry about that, brother. No problem. Tell me what you think about this uh, Lonzo Ball-Trump deal. Uh, LeVar Ball? Le- you know what, man? I-, I-, I should be kicking myself in the ass. I mess- You know what? There's too many L's. <laughs> and come to, find- come to find out, this is going to be kind of funny. We looked up Ron's, uh, LeVar. Yeah. He has five brothers who are all L's. Oh, damn. So there's like La Larry. I mean, there's, everybody's lost something. They named so all the sons I, L's? Yeah, and I mean, the sons, sons, they got to come up with L's. And I call the one who got in trouble Lemon Jello because it's just fucking easier for me to remember Lemon Jello. I know it's not his name, but I like Lemon Jello. And so what I'm getting at is LaVar's response to Trump and then Trump's response back to LaVar. What do you think about yeah. this? I mean, to me, this is what I say. When Trump first put out the tweet, oh, people, they should thank me for getting the people out of prison or whatever. Uh, one, they wasn't in prison. But uh, um, I, you know LeVar Ball was a response saying uh, you didn't do much, which basically what he said. And then Trump basically, hey, I could have left your guy. I should have left them guys over there. Like, it, to me, it just makes no sense. Just leave the shit alone. First of all, you're the president of the United States going back and forth with college students. Well, and his dad. It's like, don't we have, we have two wars still going on. Thinking, you can't tell me that you don't have nothing else to do. <laughs> uh, you know what? We got two guys, two of the pettiest motherfuckers that there are. LeVar is an asshole for saying that stealing's not a big deal. Stealing's a fucking big deal. Yeah. Taking anybody's shit that's not your, theirs is a big deal. Ask the victim. Yeah. Trump is just, every time Trump gets a chance to prove to us that he is incompetent, out of his league, he does not belong, there's supposed to be some dignity, honor to being the president of the United States. He's made it a trash bag, man. I think if someone would come to Trump right now and say, hey, Trump, we will give you a five-movie deal, $150 million budget per movie, guaranteed he's going to do numbers, you could be an elite Hollywood person, we would accept you, he would say, fuck the presidency. Yeah, well, somebody need to come up with it. When these cocksuckers that's out there doing all this dirty shit... Come up with a plan for Trump. Trump but wants to be this, a Hollywood elite. And I'm not talking about the, his group of people. I'm talking about he wants to be like the Hugh Hefner's, the beloved people. Oh, well, you know what? And to some people, he will be. I was reading something today that a person said that they would trust Trump's word over Jesus' word. Oh, my God. They're probably from Alabama. Oh, well... Listen, Alabama, we got uh, thank you for that. Alabama and this fucking Roy Moore, they both can go fuck themselves. And I mean that in the dirtiest way that I could possibly say. First of all, 
Roy Moore is is a scumbag at a elite level scumbag, and we got none but scumbags running around out there. But these women who had this rally in support of this guy from Alabama is insane. Yeah, so he's a godly man. Are you godly man? Go, you thirty going after fifteen and fourteen year olds. You know what? It's just like you know. I, I'm I'm very disappointed in the news that I hear this week about Russell Simmons. Uh, I knew that. I I know new Russell name was gonna pop up eventually. Yeah, Russell with a 17 year old. If this is 91, Russell's gotta be damn near 60. Oh, that it? meant he's a damn near 40 year old man at this point. But I think when he married his ex wife, his ex wife Camilla, Camilla the the Asian looking one. I think she was. Kamara. Like, yeah, she had to be like early, I mean, late teens, early 20s, maybe. I'll look that up. Now, what I'm really mad at Russell about this week is, what I'm really, really mad at Russell Simmons this week about is the fact that he told Terry Crews that he should give the dude who touched him a pass. Yeah, yeah. How do you tell somebody who's been violated to give another human being a pass? Where do you get the gumption? Where do you get the audacity to even say that to someone? I mean, it just that just shows you how sick the culture is. So he's obviously a very, very, very sick person, Russell. You know, I always considered him Uncle Russell. That's just dead with me. All right, here you, he, he married Kimora. I mean, he met Kimora when she was 17, was 35, and they got married uh, five years later. Oh, well, you know what? I've never, this is just me personally, I've never dated a woman that there's been more than two years gap, up or down. <laughs> That's just me. I couldn't see myself as even a 24-year-old with an 18-year-old. She can't go where I can go. Yep. She's not even considered legal in most standards. I want to go out and have a beer. I got to leave her home. You got to take her to Mexico. Yeah, I got I want to go to a club. <laughs> she can't get she can't get the same clubs I can get in. <laughs> you know, she's kind of a waste. Guys never look at women and go like this. You know, there's some fresh-faced women of all ages who look like they're younger than they are. Yeah. Those are the ones you target. She's legal. It's no problem. There are 24-year-olds who look 18, and I know that for a fact. Yep. So you don't really go for the one who's legitimately 18. You go for the 24 who looks 18, you know? But Russell's Russell's out of line. Now, Ned, I'm still waiting for the shoe to drop. And it, and this question actually came up this week. Where are the women of color? And that includes the Hispanic celebrities. Why none of them have – and we know some of them are fine. And it doesn't even make a difference if you're fine or not. Why well, maybe- none of their names have been linked to any of the – Abuse victims. Maybe these older white men don't like these little black girls. Or are they scared that they got more to lose career-wise and they can't take the chance? Yeah, that's true. The only one that came forward was Lapita Nyong'o. Yeah, Lapita. And she can't be the only one. But I maybe, mean, I mean, I hate to say, but maybe some people went a little step further and actually got on that casting couch. Yeah, but see, here's the deal. It doesn't stop from being abuse because you did it, that you gave into it. If you gave into power, that's the abuse, giving into the power. Now, we know, well, I maybe I don't know, though, but I have a feeling that there are a lot of men who have been on that couch. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm talking about from the rap community the movie community, the modeling community, and some of them are now major stars. Yeah, look at it. Who, For that guy, that agent who grabbed Terry Crews' genitals, 
That couldn't be the first time he did that. He had to do that to somebody else before. I'm pretty yeah. sure he didn't see Terry Crews and all of a sudden say, ooh, look at this hunk of man. I'm going to just go grab his balls. I'm pretty sure he <laughs> did that before. And he probably got but, away with it many times. Listen, listen, the first guy balls you grab is not a six foot two, 240-pound Jack monster. No, that's not that. That's not. You know that sounds like some bullshit that you hear in in those movies. When you go to prison, get the biggest black guy and punch him in the face. That's a prison. That's that's a comedy. That's an Eddie Murphy comedy. In real life, the first guy's balls you grab is not the six foot two, two hundred forty pound Jack dude who yeah. can't keep his shirt on. So we know he's jacked as hell. Yep. No, he's not the first one. And and I just have to say something, man. And this is just me. And I, I said this, I think, the last time, but I'll say it again. There's not going to come a time when any of this shit is funny. Any of it is a joke. It is just too prevalent in our society. And I feel bad for mothers and I feel bad for fathers. The protection, I don't even know how y'all put that bubble of protection around these children because it seems like our society is full of predators. I am 180% sure Chris Rock has spin this into a joke. He did a joke of 9-11, so I'm pretty sure he, he has a way of figuring out how to turn this into a joke. Well, you know what? If he can make a joke out of uh Basically, rape, I think that he's even beyond uh, what I could think of. Uh, because isn't that what community, I mean, comedians do? They take real life and then spin it into a joking a joke? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you the world's worst joke, right? My wife always tells me, never say this joke. But I'm going to say it. Just to show you how outlandish it is. A man calls into work. He says, I'm sick. Right? His boss says, you calling all the fucking times talking about you sick. We're tired of it. What is your problem today? Well, he goes, I just got through fucking my daughter. Is that sick enough for you? Oh, my God. Oh See, my God. sometimes it just, it just doesn't translate right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, say a million people just heard me say that. I would get 999,000 hate, pieces of hate. Guaranteed, almost guaranteed, because it, I'm making light of something that there's no real funny in. And and you know what? Uh, maybe Chris says, maybe he's too close to home, and Chris might have had somebody that he knows real close might actually have confided in him about the shit that they've been through, and you just stay away from this. Because, uh, you know, sexual assault... Sexual abuse, I just don't, I don't see where the funny is. See, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see where the funny is. You know, I think people that, make jokes of, of R. Kelly peeing on girls and stuff like that. Like, you don't have to go with, to the full large action, but, like, having Louis C.K. whip out and start jerking off in front of people, I think that can be turned into a joke. Oh, no, no. Louis C.K. himself jerking off like an idiot in front of people. Yes, get the joke. But I'm saying from ever using the victims. Oh no no! As I don't the think you use the No 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 no! I don't think you use the victims as the, as the punchline. First of all, that'd be probably career suicide for any comedian. Yes, and you know what? I I I I kind of think that it should be. I mean, because okay, Simone, Gabby Douglas. Victim shames Ali Reisman this week. Oh, and then came right totally back and apologized, which was dumb. I'm like, then you shouldn't have even posted it in the beginning. You know what? Once you become an adult, the apologies become weaker and weaker. You know who? You know who gets to say sorry? People under ten. They can be sorry because they don't. Sometimes they just don't know no better. Yeah. They don't really know consequences, <clears throat> you know, other than a little spanking here or there or punishment or Game Boy being taken from them or something like that. But when we get, when we become adults, we just can't – I can't kick you in the fucking ankle and just say sorry and it's, it's 
you know, first of all, don't take the pain out of your ankle. <laughs> so, you know what? And I, I'm proud of Simone Biles for actually slamming Gabby. Yeah. Woman, you know, if a woman feels that her sexy is walking around like uh, uh, Black China or something, that's her prerogative. Nobody's supposed to touch her. Yep. You can come outside Harass. just in your panties. No one should touch you. That's right. I mean, we don't have the right. You know? Did you watch um did you watch any of the WWE festivities this weekend? Uh Miss War Games, but I caught up on Survivor Series this morning. I, I will say something, man. Them fucking kids in NXT, they work hard for the money, boy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't I didn't know most of them. I did know the black guy. I don't know how far this angle is going to go. There's a young black guy. I think he's calling himself the Velveteen Dream. <laughs> he was on one of the, uh, the what, you know that show that they have to join the WWE? What is it, Tough Enough? Tough Enough, yeah. Well, the black guy Tough Enough, well, he's playing a really effeminate black guy. <laughs> so he's the Velveteen Dream. Uh, do you remember Orlando, uh, damn, he used to be with JBL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when he went to TNT, he became this flamboyantly gay character. Come to find out, he really is gay in real life. Oh, okay. So he just wanted to be himself. I mean, but this Velveteen dream, I mean, he prances, he, he pumps. I, I, I don't know how this is going to fly in WWE world. Well, I read Maybe on the blogs a- that they wanted... At uh, at some point, one of the writers came up with uh, having, I think it was Charlotte against Ellsworth, and they was going to make Ellsworth's character as if he was transgender. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Brazongo is Brazongo is, is is far enough out there because Fandango, poor Fandango, and and, and that Tyson kid, they're like some kind of bizarre couple, but not a couple. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm going to say one thing, man. WWE, man, thumbs up to you. Thumbs up to you on the Survivor Series. That's my take. Did you like it? They put on a great show. I I have some little quirks with it, but other than those quirks, almost every match was, like, superb. And I'm not a fan of Jay and uh, the Usos, but, damn, them, them boys could work, man. Listen, I am. The new day made me an Uso fan because that shit was peanut butter and jelly. Now I'm not a fan of Sheamus, but Sheamus with Cesaro, he brings something out of Sheamus. Yeah, yeah. He Sheamus. Matter of fact, this Byron Corbin has been on fire lately. Um, I can't get with him. I I just can't with him. I I can't. I don't see it. I knew you would say that. I, I, I don't see it, and I think I I feel bad for the for the Miz because I'm like the Miz gives his all. He can never fucking win a match. But you know what? As long as Miz gets to run around with that white belt, because <laughs> it fits. Think about it. That belt, without that belt, that persona is not the same. Yeah. And he's been able to run around with that shit now for it seems like well over a year. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, every, he loses every big feud. Every feud. Yeah, well, so does, so does Bray Wyatt. But it destroyed Bray. It's, it's, not hurting, it's not hurting the Miz. The Miz will come on Monday Night Raw tonight, and nothing would have changed. <laughs> First of all, he knows how to talk his way out of it. Oh, yeah. Now, I will say one thing. I said this the last time. I say it again. If somebody, I'm not talking about one of these independents or Japan or something. If somebody in the WWE is better than AJ Styles, I need to know who it is. Yeah, I really need to know who it is. But you didn't think that was bad booking, having him lose to Brock? I mean, it was an awesome match, but I'm just like, the damn, way that he AJ looked, can't buy a win either. He loses, he loses to John Cena. He loses to uh, Jinder Mahal. It's like he's putting on shows. AJ is to build up you. 
And a and but in 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 the interim, they always make AJ also look spectacular. He always looks phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. He looked about, great, even though he was getting tossed around for a while. Yeah, he did look. He he did an awesome job. And I also have to give an awesome job to uh, you. We don't get to see her much, but Tamina Snooker. She was great. I've never. She had. More offense in that fight than I've seen her in her career so far. Yes, and her going against, I guess, I guess uh, Nia Jackson be her cousin, some form of cousin. Yeah, aren't they all? Yeah. Uh, She looked great. Think about it. Charlotte takes a beating. She does the same thing her father does. Her character is always to put the other female over. Oh, always yeah. look like she's in distress. Always. Yeah. She gets the victory in the end, but to always look. And and I, Charlotte Flair, man, whatever that fucking woman wants to get paid, pay her. Yeah. They got a dime in there. Yep, she's good. But I would say WWE dropped the ball with Nakamura and Bobby Roode. How do you eliminate your two youngest well, not youngest, but your two brightest SmackDown stars that fast. Listen, like back I, don't to think, back. I don't think they have a clue of what to do with Bobby Roode. That, that is a given. That is a given. First of all, I thought that Finn and Nakamura, which that whole crowd was the probably whole sitting crowd. at the edge of their seat. Yep. That's what people want to see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, you left, basically you eliminated everyone except for the uh, the older people, the older generation, other than Braun Strowman. And I've seen this film in a movie, so you didn't even need him because he couldn't wrestle. John, John, what they did get him no no service by having him instantly actually come to the ring as a solo act. Yeah, he had a he did, uh, neon green shirt on. He's the yeah, only yeah, person. Took, took it off in a second. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. Like uh, I'm not Raw, I'm not SmackDown, I'm John Cena. Yeah, they dropped. I think they totally dropped the ball with the men's with the men's match as far as the order of elimination. I didn't. I mean, the ending. Okay, you're probably trying to build up a Braun Strowman Triple H thing, but a week ago y'all was building up Kane versus Braun Strowman. So I'm like, what the hell happened to that? Well, Kane is running for some office somewhere, and and I'm gonna tell you now, man. You work Samoa Joe. That motherfucker might be fat and stuff. Oh, yeah. Him, him and that damn Kevin Owens don't have your prototypical athletic builds, and yeah. they can move, man. Yeah, they can work. So Samoa Joe may be the move. only Samoan that's not related to the rest of the Samoans. Yeah. And then you want to know something that's weird? These three guys, they really are heels, but they're baby faces to the world. Yeah, they love them. The New Day. Oh, the New Day is... The New Day wrestle like heels. First of all, the New Day been putting on shows, too, uh, as of recent. And I I wish the WWE would put the tag straps and let one of them get a single strap to solidify. Because they won't give them a singles run. I think it'll be great if they have a... I think Kofi needs to be a, at least one point. He's been in WWE forever. At least put the, the heavyweight title strap around him once. Yeah, I think he's been, like, intercontinental or something like yeah. that. If you go on YouTube and look at, which someone just reminded me, and looked at Kobe, Kobe, Kofi's uh, debuting video, it's hilarious. He came with the fake Jamaican accent. Oh, yeah. And Trouble in Paradise. I mean, I think it's time to, like, at least put a strap around him. I mean, they did it with other um, evolution, I think, had titles. Um, DX had titles. I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, you gave gender the title for a while. Jesus, give it to him for a month. Trust me, it will happen with the Shield. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, the Shield. Uh, I mean, that was an impressive match too last night. Yeah, you know what? I couldn't even hate Dean Ambrose, and I always go into every match hating Dean Ambrose. I'm but, to look, I'm like, is New Day bringing out the best in people? Yes, they do. They brought out the best. In the, you know what? Big E, I'm talking about big boys who can work. Yeah. Big E can work. First of all, Big E is strong like, I don't, I, what kind of word is there for his strength? Yeah. <laughs> he had two men on his shoulder 
I mean, like, like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay, you get up here and you get up here yeah. and, and I can handle this. And you want to know something big? He takes hellacious bumps. Bump, he yeah. bumps all over the place. I don't want, I want him to stop doing that dive through the second rope, though. That suicide dive. Because that, <laughs> oh, that doesn't look like it, it. It doesn't look fun. It looks like he's going to injure himself one day doing that. Yeah, but you know what? I guess these guys practice and train so much. I mean, that's how Lita broke her neck, and Big E is like eight times bigger than Lita. Listen, man, there's there's a lot of stuff that I see, and I always go, oh, man, you just want them to make it through. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle looks like he can break any day, just literally just be a crumble of bones in the ring. Yeah, I want you to look at Kurt Angle. He doesn't stand straight up. It's like his knees are permanently bent. And then with the knee, the knee wrap, you know what? You hate to see wrestlers with big wrappings because it yeah. makes them even look more old. <laughs> and then you know when he what? was doing the, the, the German suplexes, it was taking him a while to get up. I'm like, is he dizzy? Well, you know what? And when you get suplexed now by Kurt Angle, you got to do basically a jump out of his arms. <laughs> you know, you jumping out of his arms. So for the most part, for the most part, WWE, I clap for that. Yeah, yeah they put on a they put on a, a hell of a show. That was probably one of the best shows I've seen in a while. Where almost every match was to my liking, even I guess the Baron Corbin, I guess. <laughs> you you begrudgingly say okay. <laughs> well, you know, man. Before we get out of here, I want to say, Hershey Walker, shut the fuck up, man. Oh yeah. Uh the commissioner should have put a squash to this national anthem. Now, let's not forget, people, you got to always look into when somebody says something and who says what. Hershey Walker worked for Donald Trump. Yep. He worked for Donald Trump. If I'm not mistaken, Donald Trump might have even had him on his uh, TV show. Yep, he was on The Apprentice. So he has a personal relationship. Donald Trump gave him his first few millions because he didn't come to the NFL. He went to the USFL for the New Jersey Generals. Yeah. But Don, you know what? Hurst is another one of the ones that's going with the lion, the lion narrative that this was a knock against the military. The military. It wasn't even against the flag. It was saying, America, you don't respect us. I can't respect you. Well, you know, Trump has his select few black people that 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 I guess he has in a back room dancing for him. Oh yeah, and then you know what? It seems like there's never a shortage of these guys who are willing to come out and do this jig. Yep. But it's never a prominent black gig. guy. Like it's never a, a prominent noun person. It's it's always someone that was popular years ago. Yeah, fifteen years. We forgot. We almost forgot that you were alive. Yeah. It's not like he got a, a Will Smith to come out or 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 anyone popular that's black. Oh, yeah. Denzel is backing Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm interested in Roman J. Israel. Oh, yeah. That looks, that looks pretty good. That looks pretty good. I've heard horrible reviews, but they said that Denzel brings it and he's, he should be enough for you to sit through it. And 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 just any time Denzel is looking a little abnormal, we have to relax. You ever notice that the world flips out when they show Denzel when he's getting ready for a movie and he's looking crazy? Yeah. Like the Uncle Denzel. Yeah, when he People was didn't realize fight. Uncle Denzel. <laughs> Uncle Denzel was actually fixing himself up to be a character. He just yeah. shouldn't have went out like that. But no one says that about uh, what's the guy that's always in character, uh, Johnny Depp. Or George yeah. Clooney. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think Johnny Depp actually hangs out looking like that dude from Pirates of the, the Caribbean. No, yeah, he keeps that gold in his little locks in. Oh, he does? <laughs> okay, but you know, come on, Nick. You know how it goes. Brothers get a different... Brothers and sisters, we get a different thing than anybody else. If, I mean, that... Denzel probably laughed his ass up. He was Uncle Denzel. Hey, anybody got any Lucy's? <laughs> you know, what's your mama cooking, boy? Yeah. You know, matter of fact, I have to say, those were some of the funniest memes ever. Funniest memes. Uh, not the crying Jordan. 
I mean, like, they make it seem like Jordan was the only person that ever had a little tear come out yeah, of his eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, Nat, I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving to you. Safe yeah, travels as you go back and forth, my friend. Keep your cholesterol levels down. Make sure you drink a lot of water. Don't go crazy just because it's the holidays, man. Nah, I'll probably be working some of this weekend anyway. Mm. Well, close us out, my brother. As always, folks, another good show. I think this is episode 69? 69. Everybody knows that number. That's 69. I mean, you could go back on our YouTube channel, at Netboy Doc, and listen to 60 hours of material. Uh, that's YouTube at Netboy Doc. Get subscribe, comment, like, share. Also follow us on on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Netboy Doc. Okay, well this is Doc here. Once again, happy holidays. We won't be having a Friday show, so go back like Net just said and view our past episodes. We're gonna start throwing clips up, right, Net? Yes, sir. Okay, well, like I said, this is Doc here on behalf of Netboy Doc and Our World, and I'm just going to tell you, like always, peace. Net, my friend. Yes, sir. Be easy, brother. All right, have a good holiday. Okay, I shall do so. All right, later.